This is the Joan Lee Show. Call Joan now. 1850-22-98-98. 98FM. Very good. Now, while the world waited for white smoke to flow from the Sistine Chapel chimney to indicate a new pope had been chosen... Smoke of a different colour began billowing into the sky over the Vatican. It was released by protesters demanding a greater role for women in the Catholic Church. Now, I'm joined now by Johanna Hatch, who is co-president of the Women's Ordination Conference, A Voice for Women in the Catholic Church. Johanna, you're very welcome to the show. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me, Joan. You're very welcome. Now, Johanna, tell me, what are you looking for exactly? Well, our organization, Women's Ordination Conference, advocates for the equality of women in the Catholic Church, just like you said. And so as part of what that means is a greater role for women, um, both at the decision-making table. Um, when we look at the conclave, it was 115 men. There were no women who were part of the decision-making process. Mm. But then also, as our name implies, uh, including women in uh, the priesthood. We want to see women ordained as deacons, priests, and bishops into what we call an inclusive and accountable Roman Catholic Church. So a church that is broader and more inclusive of all of God's people, as well as a church that's more transparent. Tell me, Johanna, knowing, knowing that the Catholic Church is not inclusive, of, and it's really not inclusive in that way of women, why, mm-hmm. I suppose... Did you, did you stay in the Catholic Church, and why did you, I suppose, get so far into it? Do you, do you think that you can actually make a change? Well, it's a, it's a lot of questions. Um, first of all, why do I stay Catholic? Yeah. It's just a part of who I am. You know, I was baptized Catholic. I was an altar girl. I went through all my sacraments in the Church. Yeah. I was educated by nuns. And so it's just a, it's a very big part of my identity, and I'm just not ready to cede it to those who want to use it as a tool of oppression um, rather than a force for good. And, and I know that there is, there is much in the Church that is a force for good. Um, but at the same time, I think it's more than just a personal issue. I really believe that it's a global issue. If you look at the size of the Church, mm. almost 1.2 billion members globally, um, the only religion that has a seat at the United Nations, it really is it really is a global force. And so I believe that how the church views women has a global impact and, and so we are we have a responsibility to change it, to at least try to change it and to raise our voices. Do you believe, Johanna, that you will succeed in in, in changing the Catholic Church? I don't know if I will get to see it. Um, but we do know that the Church has changed over the past 2,000 years, and the Church continues to change. I mean, even with the election of, of Pope Francis, we saw this is the first non-European Pope in over 1,200 years. So really, I think anything is possible right now. Um, in releasing Pink Smoke uh, yesterday over the Vatican, mm-hmm. where you, you were just trying to, I suppose, to shine a light on your cause. Absolutely, and... Uh, um, I really think there there was the pink smoke in Rome, but we also had, uh, I think, about 10 vigils across the United States, everywhere from San Francisco, California, to Washington, D.C., and then, you know, right here in Madison, Wisconsin, where I live, where people gathered to, to raise pink smoke to bring more awareness and visibility to, the, to this issue. And I, I really think it's a, a very creative and fun way um, 
to get people's attention because we are saying, you know, while we're waiting for, while the church waits for a new leader, the women are here and the women are ready to lead. Joanna, w- would you like to be ordained a priest yourself or or are, are, uh, or, or not, I suppose? Well, I'm not, I, I'm not called to ordination, but okay. I, as I've grown, I, I've had really the pleasure of knowing many women, including uh, nuns and sisters who have spent their entire life in service to the church and are still waiting after 50, 60 years um, for the church to recognize their call and to recognize their gifts and to ordain them. And um, it's not, and you know, so it's really not for myself that I see this, but yeah. it's for it's for these women that I know and these women that I love. How many members do you have, uh, Johanna, in the Women's Ordination Conference? Uh, we have a few thousand members here in the U.S. And wow. then um, the Women's Ordination Conference is also part of a larger global organization called Women's Ordination Worldwide that has organizations um, in countries around the world. Um, if, if you were, and I know you said that you're, you know, you, you want to make your cause heard and uh, mm-hmm. be, being a Catholic is part of who you are. Mm-hmm. If it is so against, and I suppose the organization or the organization uh, has been set up to, to try to, I suppose, push forward women being ordained. If it, if it mm-hmm. is if it is so far against what you believe in, would it not be easier? Is the wrong word, I suppose, but would it not be better to 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 change to a religion where they accept women as equals? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, the thing I've tried. <laughs> I've tried many times to to go to different denominations, and I've visited different churches, and yeah. I've tried different different paths. And I mean, there we are so lucky that we have such a diverse and beautiful, you know, expressions of religions, and even within Christianity, so many ways to do it. But it's you know, there's there's a certain spirituality, there's a certain tradition. Um, and, you know, our, our traditions are so deep. If you look at the great women saints, um, women who are doctors of the ter- church, like Teresa of Lisieux or Hildegard of Bingen, um, and then even if you look into our own, into the archaeological evidence, there were women priests in the early church and women bishops in the early church. And it's written in the Bible. They, um, Paul addresses Junia, who is an apostle and a deacon. So we know that these traditions have been a part of our church. Um, but only as time has gone on and power has been consolidated, it's really been brushed under the rug and tried to be denied and say, oh, it's always been this way. Um, when in fact, it hasn't, and it is a very deep part of our tradition. And so I, I really see us as trying to bring back a renaissance and bring back some of that tradition within our own church, because it hasn't always been this way. And Joanna, why do you think that the Catholic Church now have... I suppose stymied women or, or tried to stop them from 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 powerful positions within the church. Oh, I you know it's I think it's a really a problem globally. I think it's it's a problem that many religions struggle with, not just the Catholic Church. Um, that question of women's equality and the, the question of of ceding power to women it can be it can be very threatening to cultures and traditions, and I say this as a Catholic who is coming from this tradition, it can be very hard for them to change their way of thinking about women um, from, you know, someone who is subordinate or someone who should be silent mm-hmm. to someone who has full and equal rights. Um, and it, it's, 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 a very, it's a very difficult cultural shift to make. 
Yeah. Uh, but I don't think I don't think that should that should stop us from from working at it because it, it's desperately needed. It's desperately needed in our church and in society at large. Now, of course, there was a new pope um, ordained yesterday evening or yesterday afternoon in Rome. Mm-hmm. What What do you think of our new Argentinian pope, Pope Francis? Well, we know um, it's very exciting to have a non-European pope. I think that really points to the global nature of the Catholic Church. About 40% of the Catholic Church is in Latin America. Um, he, pope Francis has also been known for his solidarity with the poor, um, in Argentina, his very simple way of life. And we really hope that he brings that sense of justice with him into this new position and that, that this is an opportunity for him to really open open his heart to the Spirit of God and open his heart to the women in the Church and their capacity for, for divine leadership. So we are hoping that he um, brings some of his Jesuit values, because we know he's a Jesuit, mm-hmm. um, the values of social justice, and to really begin to recognize women as equal partners in the gospel for um, the work of the church. And finally, Johanna, what will what will be your next move? Okay, so you release Pink Smoke over the Vatican. What what are you going to do now to continue your fight for equal equal rights within the church? Well, at Women's Ordination Conference, yeah, this is um, a few very exciting days of these Pink Smoke vigils, but. Yeah, the work continues, and you know I think we're just gonna we're just gonna keep on this as being um, prayerful witnesses to the church of the gifts of women. We uh, in our organization we have um, what we call different ministries, and one of my favorites is the ministry of irritation, which is um, really <laughs> our call to kind of continue to be the thorn in the side of the church, or the pebble in their shoe, and remind them um, that the women are here and that the women do the work of the gospel and that women are called to this and we, we are not going away. Um, our, our organization has, you know, in the past year or so led a major initiative, it was called the Nun Justice Initiative, to support our sisters here in the U.S. who are being investigated by the Vatican for supposedly being radical feminists because they wanted to help people, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> um, Really? So we, we spearheaded that effort to bring to the Council of Bishops in our country 57,000 signatures from the people of the Church that said, no, we stand with these nuns and we want you to stand with our, with our sisters as well. Um, we have done this pink smoke vigil. Every year we do uh, a World Day of Prayer for Women's Ordination where we go to the cathedral steps again and bring this message to the seats of power. Um, we also... At the same time, we, we have a ministry called um, a Ministry of Prophetic Obedience where we, um, we lift up the voices of women who are following their call to ordination. And, and, you know, some women do leave the Catholic Church in order to follow that call and are ordained in other traditions. And then there, there are many women who are seeking ordination in the Catholic tradition and are being ordained as Roman Catholic women priests. Um, and then are being excommunicated by the Vatican. And so that's a big part of the work we do is, is um, walking with them and trying to amplify their voices and show, show the priestly work that women are doing right now. Okay, well, Joanna Hatch, uh, co-president of the Women's Ordination Conference, the best of luck in the future. All right. Thank you so much, Joan.